Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome to the Mike Grab Weekly Podcast, uh, episode 34 for January 19th, 2018. We're almost almost through this bloody month, my friends. Lordy, that's scary. (laughs) Oh man. Next week will be the last one of January, which is even scarier. Week is... uh, The week. The year is already flying away from me, let alone the week. Oh, Lordy, um, I apologize in advance if uh, my voice sounds a bit weird. <clears throat> um, I might have thrown it out a tiny bit and just, yeah, that's about it really. So uh, I'll get into what I've been up to lately. So that'll kind of explain it. Um, About an hour ago, I just got, um, yeah, about an hour ago, I got home from seeing Stick to Your Guns live. Which was an amazing show. Oh my god. Like, Stick to Your Guns are such a phenomenal hardcore band, in my opinion. Like, you cannot go past them, for, especially in the modern era, too. If you don't, like, if you're one of these dickheads that wants to be a purist. Um, they are such an amazing band, both. Musically and lyrically, and they have things that they stand for that I think are very much in line with appropriate, you know, hardcore, like the appropriate hardcore community lifestyle, if that makes sense. Like, you know, the one of their great lines is give back or get out, stuff like that. And like, they have things that they stand for it's not like the songs are about things it's not oh i'm mad i'm mad i'm mad it's like i'm pissed off because of this or that you can do this with your life because of that and like oh it was great like and it was really interesting to see the vocalist uh jesse who always has these great little speeches that he does in between songs but it was interesting to see him say a lot of things that I've actually been trying to take on in the last year. Kind of like a Jocko Willink mentality. I'll never be on his level, obviously, but I try to take a lot of his, um, what he, I, I should say his philosophy and kind of apply it to my own life. And, um, yeah, Jesse in between songs, um, I can't remember which song it was before. So I'm sorry for that, but he basically spoke about the fact that your life is up to you and if there's something going wrong, you can change it and there's no one... Oh, I think it was before their song Such Pain because there's this line in it that says, my only enemy is me. Like, and it's pretty spot on. It's like, it's too easy to blame someone else for something that's gone wrong, you know? How how easy is that to do that? Because that way you get zero blame. And I'm not going to sit here and say that that doesn't sometimes happen you know, like, someone might fucking hit you with their car out of nowhere. But, you know, when it comes to a thing of, like, oh, I didn't do this, I didn't get that promotion, I didn't do this, I didn't get that, oh, I didn't fucking finish this project on time because it was X's fault, it was Y's fault, you know? No, it's your fault. Like, there's no such... Th- Sorry, my microphone almost fell down there. 
Like, there's this quote that plays before that song, and it says, there's no such thing as an external enemy, no matter what that word may say. It's like, oh, it's good. But yeah, it's really, it was really cool to see Jesse say a few things like that, that I've started to really try to live my life by. And I think, I think when you hear kind of figures that you look up to in a community echo the same sentiments that you let alone agree with are already working on I think that kind of gives me a good um, indicator that I'm probably going in the right direction for myself like there's a few things that I'm just doing now that I just need that I'm just doing for me you know like you gotta do you gotta do stuff for yourself and just stop worrying what others think and because at the end of the day it all comes down to you you know I'm sitting in this, like, I'm sitting here on my own recording this podcast. There's no one else around me. It's just myself. At the end of the day, uh, how sad does this fucking sound? At the end of the day, it's just me, you know? So, I um, have to take charge and actually make something of it. And just, it's brilliant. And also... Um, I missed the very opening band tonight, just because I got there a bit late, but the bands that opened were really good as well. Uh, this band from Adelaide called Hindsight played first, well, played second, I should say. Um, the very first band that played is a band called Coves, who I have heard them before, but I've never seen them. Their, their music is really good. I definitely suggest looking them up. Um, hindsight, I don't actually know any of their music. Uh, tonight was my first intro to them, actually hearing them. And I, I, that was really impressive. Like, they put on a hell of a live show. A lot of, um, intensity. Especially considering that the actual music is not that intense. It was cool. It felt like there was substance to it. Um, and then the band that played just before Sick to Your Guns uh, is a band called Being as an Ocean who are also from America and who are also a very very good band um, I got a lot of history with their music and like seeing them over the years and stuff so they kind of hold a special place in my heart just like they kind of got me into a different style of hardcore that I didn't know existed which I thought was really cool. It's but like that first album of theirs is fucking great. I unfortunately <laughs> um I don't like any of their other albums as much as that. Just cuz I think sometimes an, an album will just come along at the perfect time for you. And it's like nothing's just going to top it because it hit you in the exact right moment. Which is unfortunate. So like objectively their other albums are probably better but that's that one's just my personal favorite which was a bit annoying that they only played one song from it but you know they they there's like four they have like four albums so i get it but ha- however how dare they <laughs> oh man, it was a good show though man only thing i wasn't a big fan of was um being as an ocean used for my liking a few too many backing tracks but they like to have ambient noise in between songs, so hey, who am I to judge? I'm very tired though. <laughs> I can tell you that much for free. Lordy. Um and as I was walking back to my car, 
Because, um, like, I just went down there on my own. I was talking to a friend about it when I got there. Uh, like, I sent her, sent her a message, and I was just like, it's pretty cool. I've done pretty well to um, have another concert this, like, to have a concert this week as well. She's like, Jesus. And then she's like, oh, are you down there with anyone? And I said, nah, I just went on my own. You know how I do now. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, it's cool that you trying to make an effort to do things on your own. But I was like, basically said that, like, I do like to do things on my own, don't get me wrong, but it did come out of um, necessity. Like, <laughs> it, it would get to a stage when too many, like, whenever I try to organize something with someone else to come with me to something, it's like, they don't like that, or they're busy then, so, you just end up getting comfortable with yourself going to places, because you just don't want to miss, you yourself don't want to miss out, so you might as well just do it, and go on your own, gives a fuck, it's basically my attitude there, <laughs> like, but it's taken me a few years to kind of get to that, and just, you know, it's still weird. Every now and then it's still a bit weird, like in between bands you're just standing there and you're just like, I've got no one to talk to, but you know, small price to pay to actually go to the concert. Um, I don't know, it's just me thinking out loud. <laughs> but yeah, on as I was walking back to my car, because um, the gig was at Fowler's and I park maybe 500 metres away, and... As I was walking back to the car, um, one of the guitarists from Being as an Ocean was actually walking back to Fowler's. And I was like, holy shit, that's him. So, I forget his name. I do apologize. Um, but yeah, I, I w went up to him, shook his hand, and said, dude, thank you so much for playing. Like, that was a great show. You guys are awesome. Like, I, <laughs> I always feel like, I always hope that when I do shake a musician's hand, or like I say, I say something to a band that's just played or whatever. If I'm lucky enough to actually encounter them, I always hope they don't. Because I always make an effort. Like, and I, this sounds weird, probably, but I always make the effort to say thank you so much for playing here, just like for coming here, for coming to Adelaide. Because so many people miss Adelaide, so I was like. But I think it's just the part of your head that overthinks. Part of me is always like thinking, does this guy look at me and go, Fuck, who's this guy to thank me for playing here? You know, like, who does this guy think he is thanking me for playing here? I doubt they do think that, but it's just, you know, that part in your head that's like, hopefully I don't come off a bit silly. Yeah, what do I care? Realistically, I shouldn't care that much, but it's like when it's a band that you admire you're like oh man i hope he thinks i'm cool don't know why i'll probably never encounter him again but hey i had a good encounter shook my hand and yeah went our separate ways and um as i was actually walking back to my car i was walking next to this um just you know this girl and i were walking at the same pace next to each other um she must have come out the show as well well she did come out the show because after i shook his hand her and i were talking like i shook his hand and then like, he's walked the other way, and she goes, oh, fame. I was like, what, sorry? She goes, oh, fame. I was like, yeah, it must be cool. And we're just having a chat about all the other times we've seen Being as an Ocean and just about cool music. And then 
You know, she went to the train station and I went to my car. And that was it. It's really cool. Like, just... And that's another thing that wouldn't have happened. Like, if I went with anyone else, I wouldn't have had just... You know, at the end of my night, I wouldn't have had just this really random conversation with this woman that I don't even know her name. Probably couldn't point her out in a police... I probably could. But, um... Like, just this, yeah, just this woman didn't didn't know her name. She seemed really cool. We had a chat about music and just went our separate ways. Nothing has to, ha- like, and that was it. Just a really nice, pure experience. And I, I find that's what I tend to have a lot of after very passionate hardcore shows. Like, particularly the night of, which is a shame because they do tend to end relatively late. <laughs> Um, but like the night of all of my interactions with people are fucking great because I've just got that mindset of just, man, like you really can control yourself. It comes down to you and why don't you have, like, why wouldn't you have control of this? You know, of course you've got this, man. You'll be good. You will work it out because it's down to you and you yourself. But then, like, those conversations that you have with your friends when you're walking back to the car are so pure and, like, you've got that light in your eyes of, like, how fucking good was that show? How good was when this song? They go, oh, dude, how good was that song? Like, before just about every single Stick to Your Gun song, I was that annoying guy in the crowd that as the first riff would start, I was just going, Yes! Because I was just so happy to be there. Could not wipe the smile off my face. That was one of the one of the best shows I've been to in a very long time. Which is saying something because Architects last week were fucking amazing. I'm not even putting them in the same category. Both of those were two of the best shows I've been to in a very long time. How about that? That's me cheating for you. Oh man, what else did I get up to this week? This week I decided I'm going to take a big old break from drinking. Tell you that much right now for free. Like um on like last weekend I went out drinking and then like my buddy had a bit of a blow up at the bar that we were at cuz he took a while to get served and apparently I laughed at it. And then due to that he was um he got very upset with me and just, you know, called me a lot of names. I got told a lot of dumb shit and then I was just like, yeah, okay. If you don't want to be my friend anymore, that's okay, basically, is the mindset I took. Just, I'm not going to hang around all that, like, I'm a, like, uh, the I'm too busy trying to live positively. And then to deal with, like, having to put too much effort in trying to keep someone in your life that doesn't want to be there. So, alright, let let you go. If you want to hang out, I'm fine to you, man. But if not, hey, that's all good. But that kind of um, was... I've been meaning to for a while anyway, but that was a bit of a wake-up call in the fact that I just got to stop drinking so much. Got a bit too carried away with it in the last few months, but... 
I'm aware of it. So I think that's the key right there. I think when you start to really kind of go down the rabbit hole is when you don't realize it. And before you know it, it's a year and a half. And like, um, you know, you're 20 kilos heavier. You don't breathe very well. You can't really move. And you're talking a bit strange. And you're just like, ugh. Shit. Back to square one. Which I'm um, not interested in at the moment. I'm uh, doing alright for myself right now. Actually got some momentum with a lot of shit that I'm doing now, which is awesome. Like... Um, like how I'm setting smarter goals for myself because if you set things that you can do that are achievable within a, you know, not a short period of time, but, you know, they're not like make a million dollars. They're actually, you know, goals that I'll probably achieve that I'm making, that I am setting. So as I'm making progress towards them, that motivates you more to complete them. And the more I think about what I did this week, the more I realize I really didn't do that much this week. All I can think about is that concert. That was a great concert. And I fucking love Stick Your Guns. I'm such an idiot that when they were here last year, I didn't even go see them. Like, I was in the city and everything, and I was like, oh, I'm going to go see them. And then I just didn't. I went and saw a movie instead. Oh, I'm such a moron. I'm so... I'm very fortunate that they came back here. In like seven months after that. So I'm not going to take that for granted again. Hopefully they'll be back in another seven months. Oh, to my point as well of uh, phones and crowds that I made last week. Uh, very little of that tonight, which was cool. So it's... And I'm pretty sure this is universally known, but... Uh, I guess it's that thing like this is going to be my theory in hardcore as well but I'm almost certain it's not a theory I'm almost certain it's just legit that the more popular a band is or like a gr music group or whatever that you're seeing the more phones you're going to see out of people recording it and like sending it to people to you know keep up your social media image or whatever like and I don't want to sound like I feel like such a dick when I say that I don't mean it in that manner how it's like you gotta look like you're having a good time but it's just I don't know it's just become a bit of a thing that people do and I don't 100% get it but hey if that's your own prerogative that's fine but it's just gets to a certain point where if there's you know 20 phones up in front of you at one point you're like come on can we you know can we just take it in turns at least like I guess talking to my buddy Dale a few months ago about this because we went to a show where that was happening a fair bit and we always came up with like ground rules with each other that were like how much leeway do you give one person like what's the uh what's the allowance that, you, that a person has at a show and we kind of brought it down to a couple of things <laughs> Like, you get one Snapchat video, and you can chuck on your story, and you get a couple photos. I was like, I think that's fair enough. But, you know, if you, 
I just never understand people that just and I, this is so hacky and everything, but it's like I just never understand people that record a whole song. I just I don't think you're gonna go back to it, man. Be in the moment, enjoy the song, the fucking good songs, the architects. And tonight I didn't see, I saw barely any of it for Stick to Your Guns, which was awesome. It was just a really great crowd, like, people were jumping around, like, jumping on each other to, you know, do, like, crowd vocals to try to grab the microphone and stuff like that. You know, you're jumping on someone's shoulders, and when you come back down, you pat them on the back, you're like, shit, yeah, man. And then the same thing when it happens to you, you're like, this is fucking awesome. This is what hardcore is all about, like, the community, the the feeling of this is somewhere that is alive, like there's a there's something there, and like it, it almost feels spiritual. Like I was saying last week, it's the closest that I've ever had to a religious experience. Is that feeling that you get when you're at a live show, and there's just that thing that you don't feel anywhere else inside of you with these songs that just really connect with you. And I don't know what it is. I I'm so damn curious as to what it might actually be, but I just. That is the closest thing I have ever had to religious experience. These really, like, every amazing live show I've had. It's like, man, I fucking love live music. And the funny part is, I was thinking about it on the way home. And if I had to kind of describe just to someone that's never been to a concert before, like, just, and they, if they just said something to me like, well, why do you like to go to concerts? I'd have a really tough time breaking that down into just one sentence because you almost want to say, well, it's better, but sometimes it's not. Maybe it isn't for them. No, it's just, I don't know. It's, I don't know. I'm very curious as to what the best way to describe that would be because there is definitely a way to do it, but I'm just not sure what it is. My thought is only saying something like, well, it's a different experience altogether. It feels more real. But you see, it almost sounds like a hippie when you, when you say it like that. Because, like, this isn't to shit on anyone at all, by any means, because I do not mean this in any way. But I think there is a difference. And I, I think this is purely due to crowd size and the venue. Like, if I went to see The weekend live, like when he played at Thebi, which I'm annoyed that I didn't go see him play. So if I went to see him, and then I see Stick To Your Guns play at like a half capacity venue like Fowler's Live, which is where it was tonight, the Stick To Your Guns show is much more intimate, and you feel... You kind of feel it. You're right there. Like, you know, you can literally reach out and touch him. Whereas I've seen a lot of hardcore shows at Thebidin Theatre. I've actually seen... No, have I seen Stitch Deer Guns at Thebidin Theatre? I think I have. But I've seen bands there and I've been at the front row and I fucking reached my hand out and they, they're not going to... They can't reach you from there. Like, there's this distance between yourself... And the artist, and I that's what is a great way to explain it. So, <laughs> live, sh- live concerts limit the distance between yourself and the artist as opposed to when you're just listening to the record. 
there's something there. There is something there for sure. <laughs> but yeah, I just... I love an intimate live show. It's awesome. Especially one where the whole crowd knows pretty much everything. Just got a good vibe in the air. Everyone's there for the same thing. And no one's just going to fuck... No one's trying to like fuck anyone up in the pit. Everyone's just there to have a great time. And everyone had a great time. Oh wow, I've gone 25 minutes already. Okay, I'm going to get into my album of the week this week then. Um, my album of the week this week is by a band called The Ghost Inside. And the album is called Get What You Give. Oh man, I fucking love The Ghost Inside. Uh, Epitaph Records goes for 37 minutes and 15 seconds. Released June 19th, 2012. Man, I'm old. I remember when this was bloody brand new. I remember waiting for singles for this album, man. Oh man, such a good album. I love The Ghost Inside. That's another band that has a lot of very intense, heavy songs about a lot of deep, heartfelt subject matter. Like, one of them is the songs on this album that's so good, but I I need to be in the right mood to listen to it because it really gets me. It's called uh, White Light, which is about the singer, um, Jonathan Vigil. It's about his brother, Ryan, who died. And, like, there's literally a part where he talks about, like... He says, Ryan, shine your light for me. And it's like, oh, it's very intense when he actually says his real name. Oh, it's so good. But uh, if I'm going to give you a song on this album, I'm going to go with Face Value. That's a really good song. Super intense drumming. And God, I really hope The Ghost Inside can come back this year. Um, for anyone unaware, The Ghost Inside in the middle of 2015 uh while touring their van had a massive accident and a lot of them got really badly hurt i think one of the um i think their driver or one of the guys uh from like their their road crew i think one of them died the drummer lost a leg the guitarist lost like three like half of one of his foot oh it's brutal they're all very much still on the mend, you know, psychologically as well as physically. But I think them, they're on the same level as Stick to Your Guns in the sense that their music makes you feel like you can do so much. And I feel like they, they just going off their social media and everything, they seem to have this attitude of, we can get through this and we'll be stronger than ever for it. So I think if um they're back anytime soon... Whatever music they put out is going to be very, very intense in the best way. Might might shed a few tears here and there. Bloody shed a few tears tonight. I'm getting soft in my old age. Being as an ocean hit me with some uh, some feelings in some of their songs. There had to look had to bloody look away when the lights came on after they played, just so people wouldn't see that I was having fighting back some tears. Alright, uh, I'm going to start wrapping it up before we get all therapy-esque here. What have I got on this weekend? I think I'm catching up for a meal with a friend on Friday, which would be great. Uh, 
I might go see a movie that night as well. I really want to see three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. That looks like a fantastic movie. So if I have the time on Friday, if the uh, I should say if the times line up well for me, I'll go see that. And then on Saturday, uh, uh, I the. I should start that sentence again. That was just a weird bunch of noises. On Saturday, a friend that works where I used to work is leaving there and having his going away, similar to my other friend that did a few weeks ago. Um, so, And him and I were friends before we both worked there, and, so, and him and I are still friends, so I'm thinking I might go to that on Saturday night. I know my cousin's going to be there because she works there as well, so... Just be a good catch-up with everyone. And if I don't go to that, I might go see D's Nuts play in Adelaide. So I've got options there. So I'm definitely going to be doing something Saturday, which is cool. And then Sunday, I'm going into Adelaide with some jiu-jitsu, some guys from jiu-jitsu, because one of the guys from our Adelaide division is fighting in what's called the Australian Grappling Championship, where if he gets through the brackets, he might win some money which is cool. So we're going to go to the chair him on. Hopefully he wins. I'd love to come back here next week with a a winning story. I think either way it's going to be great though. I heard Craig Jones is meant to make an appearance as well, who's a, an Australian grappler that in the international circuit has recently blown up very much, for those that might not know. All right, I'm about to hit a half hour on this, so I'm going to start wrapping up. Man, yeah, going with the flow. Life's awesome. Fucking see a hardcore show and see a positive hardcore show is what I should say. And then come out of it feeling amazing. And it's like, it's like the post-workout high. That's what I'm feeling right now. It's really good. All right, I'm going to let you go. (laughs) All right, I'll talk to you next week, guys. Have a great week.